Sean Dizzle. For the second time now, Mikey Hizzle. We got it going on. We do. Um, or do I miss we? you? I don't know, man. <laughs> I miss you, man. Haven't seen or talked to you in two weeks. It I feels know. like feelings mutual, bro. We haven't <clears throat> just for the listeners. We haven't caught up at all prior to pushing record. So no, you might you might want to fast forward a few minutes, unless you're interested in our boring ass lives. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm interested. <laughs> so let's get this show on the road. <laughs> Happy recording day, sir. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. drink of the day so cheers so is mine cheers salut mm. nastrovia first order oh, up for business God. okay let's change that because your reaction what are you drinking oof oh uh, this is Ardbeg five year wee beastie single malt scotch mm. comes from um it's uh Ardbeg is super peaty. Um always has been. So everything they do is super peaty. Um Yeah, I love it, man. This is my first bottle of it. I've never had it before and I thought I'd give it a shot. So word <laughs> I feel what the hell are you doing? I'm drink Oh, sorry. I had a you're like blasting in my ear for some reason. Really? <clears throat> Not anymore. Oh. I'm just drinking my go-to vodka and Coke. Oh. Well, I should say Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. I don't want them calories, bro. No? Anyway, first order of business, I have to talk about it because the time is finally nigh. Okay. Feels like fall, bro, because it is. Finally here, oh, right? Dude, we got windows <laughs> open, burning them. Sure. Pumpkin waffle cinnamon candles. Ugh. Okay. We put up some like fall leaf garland things and little fake gorges around the house. Ugh. It's I, this is my favorite time of year, man. It is the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. I think it outpaces Christmas for me. Oh, for sure. Christmas is cool, but... Oh. Plus, I feel like, okay, it's here now. Like fall is. We need to enjoy mm-hmm. it and enjoy every freaking second of it because we're going to blink and be in two feet of snow and our balls are going to be clanking back and forth because they're frozen solid. And we're going to be cursing, yeah. digging our cars out. Because it comes quick. 
But that's then what she said. <laughs> I was gonna set you up for a better one. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> oh god. No, you know what I'm saying though, right? Fall. Yes. I don't know if it's because it's my favorite time of year, and then I just feel like it's gone fast, or if it just is gone fast. But I think it disappears with the quickness, man. Oh. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. First day of fall for me, for us here in Detroit, it was 80 degrees, which sucked because we had a good week of like low 70s all week long. And we're thinking like, yeah, we're finally about to get into fall. Yeah. And it was like first day of fall, 80 degrees. Second day of fall, 80 degrees. It was like, <laughs> come on, dude. Stop being a dick, Mother Nature. Uh, but then today... So yesterday was pretty cool as well, I think. It was like 78, 77, 78. Today, the high, 67. Yeah, same here, man. It's going to be like so mid to high 40s tonight. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> Why it. does that get us excited? I, I think because... Because <laughs> we're not sweating our nads off, bro. You can oh. actually be outside and like no mosquitoes, you know, it's just, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, so the couple of days where we had 80 degrees, the mosquitoes came back out, bit the wife again. Oh yeah. So, well, we had a similar thing, yeah. I th- although I think our first day of fall was like mid seventies during the day, but then got down to like high fifties, low sixties. Right. And it was pretty nice. But then we had probably half a week of, like, summer again, and I'm just like, uh. Mm-hmm. We had to turn the air back on. It's like, this is dumb. Oh, you had to turn the air back on, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm an I'm a open window person, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, dude. We got windows open all over the house right now, and the uh, I turned the air off this morning. Because yesterday was like the last straw. Uh, as it cooled down, the house got up, got to about 73. And I was like, eh, there's no need to have the air blowing when it's 73 inside the house. That's comfortable enough, you know. And, and my thing, I always maintain that if 72, 73 isn't enough for you, then you need to start taking off clothes. <laughs> Put on your red dress. Dude, I'm so glad you started singing that. Yeah. <laughs> Second order of business I wanted to catch up on. I'm really angry at my mother. Oh. And it's because she knew my love for music. And she knew. <clears throat> how long I played drums and I couldn't sit in the car without, you know, using the back headrest as a drum. Like I was always beaten. Hey, <laughs> no, but seriously, I love music. Yeah. I played course. music for many a year and she kept me sheltered from some of the greats, bro. Stevie Ray Vaughn. Come on. BB Why King? was that the first name? Why was Stevie Ray Vaughn the first name? Because I've, greats. I've had him on repeat, bro. 
BB Coleman. I mean, the, the list goes on, and I don't. I haven't even probably tapped the surface. Okay, I, I mean, I, I I hear you, but you went from Stevie Ray Vaughan to BB King. Who was the third one you said? BB uh, Coleman found him. Coleman. Hmm. All right. Now this is a particular different segment of music here that yeah, you've this been. Yeah, this is like like soulful blues. I don't even know yeah. if that's redundant or not. But like, oh uh, no, it's not, dude. Just the the. Oh baby, come back to me. Ugh. <laughs> it's like fall to me. I don't know. It's just like, God. <laughs> How could I have lived my entire life and now as a 34-year-old randomly click on something and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> a whole new world. And I am I not like closing my saying. eyes. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And listen, I obviously I know I was a sheltered Christian boy. But I feel like stuff like that, like, what's wrong with that? Dude, I remember as a kid growing up hearing jazz and thinking that the person wasn't really a Christian because they were listening to jazz. Yeah. No, I get that. Uh, You know, I mean, not that my parents raised me that way because they didn't. But that was, you know, the dichotomy that I lived with because of the church that we went to. Yeah. You know, I I mean, my parents bumped it, dude. I don't know. I, I, I think it, it just... Because it's the, not praising Jesus? Yeah, pretty much. It, it's almost as if we, we have to eliminate everything from our lives that has any connotation at all to the world. Or is it... Is it... And this is... I, I bleep, bleep. I'm so excited That's what to I be was recording. Thinking. I can't even get my words to come out. <laughs> <clears throat> Another conversation I had with my mom, which I won't go into full detail, but it was about the church and how she felt treated at one point in a scenario. And it was very judgmental and Hmm. ignorant. And I probably shouldn't even bring it up because I don't like airing family shit out on the. Into the world. You kind of just did. You kind of just did. Well, I'll just leave it at that because you can fill in the blanks with the scenario yourself. But that was the gist of the combo. And to me, it's kind of the same with like sheltering people from or blocking out, I should say, like real reality, honestly, like real pain and hurt and suffering. Like it's it's like we're trained to. Well, I was going to say not be equipped but we're definitely not equipped to deal with that we are sure. equipped to oh great and or what is it uh blessed and highly favored as are you and well <laughs> not everything's great but god is good and it, we just Christianese. sweep the, the real reality yeah. of you know bad Everything. shit in life happening to us even as a christian uh, but it's like no that stuff really happened why can't we talk yeah. about it yeah. Why are we just told to, oh, yeah, better days are coming and focus on God and there's a plan and you'll know soon. Yeah. And it's just, to me, it's ignorant and it's, it's a, there's this fake 
side to it where it's like, no, you know what? I'm not trying to celebrate the fact that I'm going through something, but like, I'm going to put on some blues and I'm going to sip a little whiskey. I'm going to feel bad. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, so celebrate the bad. I don't think that it's celebrating the bad. I think it's the realizing this shit sucks and I don't have answers, but I'm not just going to go and put on a fake face and say that everything's okay because it's not. Yeah. So that to me is the difference. I'm not celebrating pain and suffering. I'm just saying, Hey man, (laughs) this sucks. I have no answer for this and neither do you and I'm not putting on the Christian mask and just sweeping it under the rug and never dealing with it. I'd rather deal with it and move on. But you're so scared to deal with it because, you know, oh, we can't because God's we're Christians and everything's perfect now. Bullshit. Yeah, everything ain't perfect on the ranch, bro. Am I getting too heavy 12 minutes in? No, I like it. Anyway. I like it like that. I, I do like it. I do like it. Um, mm, I that is deep, though. It, I think it's interesting that, you know, oh, you can't listen to that. Why not? Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't feel that way. Fucking tell me how to feel. <laughs> right. That doesn't mean I'm demeaning my faith or my God. Right. It's like that fake it till you make it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do that. No, you want to be real in the moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, and listen, not everything you need to just sulk and be real and mopey. <clears throat> you know, I think there's different scenarios and different times where You know, okay, you need to pull yourself up from your bootstraps here and let's let's move on a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it seems to me that within the church <clears throat> it's there's this culture of well, we don't have the answer, so we're admitting defeat and we're just supposed to be happy because we're blessed and highly favored. And we've been bought at a price. And it's like, yeah, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But I'm not Jesus. And I didn't pay that price. And he paid the price for the shit I'm going through right now. So I'm supposed to just act like it's not there and be happy somehow, even though I'm not happy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well... You know, Paul had something very cool to say about that. I believe is First Corinthians twelve and nine. Uh, I believe is First Corinthians twelve and nine. It's Second Corinthians twelve and nine. I'm slipping. I was off. Jesus said, "My grace is sufficient for you." That. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So Paul had that concept that, you know, when shit is bad and it's at its worst, I want to 
I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to glorify God in it because I know that uh, he's going to get the glory and the credit through my suffering. It's not a place that anybody wants to be in, but if you're in there, it's a good perspective to try to grab a hold of, in my opinion. And dude, you know, I honestly, I've been in the same boat, man. I have, the last couple of weeks, I have fought a depression that I haven't felt in many years. And got confronted with some stuff that completely took me off of my square. And to use the word hate uh, would be an understatement for some of the situations. And uh, trying to, to find a way out of the funk and out of the, the, the shit that was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Of finding a way out of it, navigating out of it, took a whole lot of skill and and patience on my part. That uh, skills that I hadn't had to tap into for a very long time because, you know, it just is what it is. I, I haven't had to tap into them for a while. Things have been good. Yeah. And so I think that when there is a lack of challenge, where ongoing seasons of peace, man, you can atrophy real quick. And forget how to do some shit, you know, forget how to, uh, how to fight. And so I found myself in that position where I, I let myself get so comfortable that I, that it took me some time to, to fight through a depression that kind of hit me out of nowhere. So, um, and believe me, this scripture didn't come to mind <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> course not <laughs> as a matter of fact it wasn't any scripture that was coming to mind uh well so i guess i feel like maybe we're saying similar things here i think so because like in the in the middle of that i mean we haven't really talked so i don't even yep. know what you're talking about behind the scenes which is fine <clears throat> but so if I would have called you up a week ago and been like, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, things are going good for me. Like, how you know, how, how you doing, bro? Would you yep. have been like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. It's awesome. And everything's cool, man. Hell no. The, the second you asked, uh, how you doing? I would have said shitty. Easy. So is, so is that wrong? Is, is Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I mean, fuck the church's candid or, or canned uh, response of blessed and highly flavored of the Lord. Well, I'm just picking on that you one because it's it's a main one that I've heard for a lot of years. But well, regardless, uh, the it the the phrase is uh, rooted in a, a mindset, right? That has to be challenged and taken care of. That's where I was wanting to get to. Yeah. So you always so, say things so eloquently. <laughs> I'm like a bull in a china closet and you're like over here in a Lexus just like <laughs> no of the you know the fact is is that it, it really it represents it represents a philosophy and a mindset that that just isn't healthy it basically portrays that if you 
deter from that mindset, then there's something wrong in your walk with God. And that doesn't necessarily have to be true. Right. So uh, just because I'm not doing well at a point in my journey doesn't mean that my journey is for naught or that I'm on the wrong path, if you will. So as far as I'm concerned, it's okay to say, no, damn it, I'm, I'm having a hard time right now. Yeah, it, it doesn't negate. Yes, I, I do know that I'm blessed, but that ain't how I feel at the moment. And if you're asking how I feel, then I have no problem being honest and say that I feel like I'm my skin is crawling with a thousand spiders all over it. And I'm not having any relief. My mind is is so consumed by my troubles that I can't seem to sing a song. The sun for, forgets to shine as far as I'm concerned. Because I'm not the only one that's out of place. I feel estranged in a land that doesn't know me. And I, I fail to navigate my way back home. That's where I'm at. Thanks for asking. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't click my heels three times to get out of this one. And yeah. I'm struggling. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and I, I know that obviously not everyone associated in or with a church is, you know, that way. But after having that conversation with my mom and having similar, you know, encounters and just that mindset to me is just so judgmental and harmful. Yeah. Because as I was telling her, I was like, you know, it's a relationship. And like, we really forget to preach that from the pulpit a lot of times, or even just have it in the church community in America. And I say church community with air quotes because I'm obviously not singling out everybody here. <clears throat> but, you know, we. I don't know. I just wish it would change because it's it does so much more harm. And honestly, I think probably most people that are behaving that way don't have ill intentions, but they're just a little ignorant in how to actually be human to another Christian. Yeah. And have grace and say, yeah, man, I listen, I have no answers for you. And I'm not going to put on a phony face and tell you that things are going to get better. Although you already know things will get better. But I'm just here to say, yeah, that sucks, man. And I'm here with you. Like, <coughs> I can pray with you, but I, I'm not equipped to help you. Like, you have to figure that relationship part out between you and God, honestly. Like, I've never heard anybody say that. At least not that I remember. It's always the smoke blowing. Well, you just sound like you're mad at God and you're just playing church now. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Agreed. Who's 100%. playing church? <laughs> yeah. And again, and it doesn't have to be fake. Those right? people probably aren't, or I shouldn't say those people, but. You know, individuals who would have that mindset probably aren't just sitting around 
you know, trying to figure out who they can piss off and hurt. <laughs> Maybe some of them are. Of I don't so. know. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, why is that a such a common thing? I, I have an, an opinion I can <clears throat> offer up. A, a lot of those people are the ones that benefit most out of you being happy as a Christian and attributing your happiness to the church that you belong to. Yeah, I get that. So we better sell it, sell it just right, <clears throat> just just to keep you coming and to keep you involved, to keep you dependent so we can keep you tithing and giving your offerings <laughs> so that we can continue to be happy. You know, but you know what? You when you sell a bill of goods, and it's and it's not all accurate, man. You, I don't, it's going to come back and bite you. You you're going to end up being faced with something that you're so ill-equipped for that you're going to burn yourself in the end. It's not necessary. You know, just be honest and let people be honest about who they are and where they are. Uh, and we actually will go a whole lot further with that honesty and, and trueness of heart than some fake adage of being blessed and highly flavored or uh, whatever. I, I think it's totally possible to be blessed and stressed at the same time. I mean, we live with so many of these dichotomies and, and therefore no one should be judged if they're not on their A game or get knocked off their square, as I say. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> uh, well, back to the music, because that's more fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in love with the blues right now. Yeah. You don't have to be depressed to love the blues, that's for sure. No. Definitely not. I just, ugh. I could see, though, if you are feeling a little down, you put on the right song. <laughs> I can see it just feeding your soul. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. My favorite is B.B. King. Um, so fun to watch him, too, because he just sits there and sweats. And he's but super animated. Super animated. It just comes out of him, man. Yeah. You know, some Lucille. people you watch and you're like, this is literally what you're supposed to do in life. 100%. I mean, no one else can do it like you. Like, other mm -hmm. people can replicate it, sure, but, like, when you watch some of these musicians, <clears throat> it's just like, dude, that's... Yeah. I, I, I can't really even explain it, I guess. It's just like, there was nothing else in this world that you were supposed to do, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Well, I think there was an it factor. I there mean, was that's a, too far, but you know what I'm saying. Nah, there was a there was a uh, a feeling that came out and was expressed wholeheartedly and with so much honesty that it had to be honored and respected. Uh, you could feel. I don't know. Every single time I hear BB King sing about a lover, I could literally picture the the truisms there. Oh yeah, you know. Um, he made a song, which uh, <laughs> one of my favorite songs. It's uh, by him. It's uh, I pay the cost to be the boss. 
and it, it just up. you got to look it up. It's such a good song. In my super male chauvinistic pig days, that was uh, that is one that I would rock. I still love the song today. I'm less of a pig, uh, but the it was a certain point in my life where it was just like I was so sick of being under other people's control that that was my that was my rebellion song. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> Well, even so, you got to check it out. It, it's pretty cool, man. Oh, I, it's like I drink. I drink when I wanna. <laughs> I smoke when I wanna. Something. <laughs> it, it's it's so it's so much shit that he says in the song. But the whole point of it is, uh, yeah, I paid the cost to be the boss. I'm the boss of me, and I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. And you can't tell me what to do. You can't control my life. Great song. Maybe we'll have to pull a little clip here at the end. Mm. I was just, I was watching, or I wasn't even watching. I was just editing some wedding stuff and doing a little bit of color correcting. And when I do that, I put some music on. So I had Stevie, Stevie going. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think the song's called Little Wing. <clears throat> it, there's no, uh, lyrics it's just them jamming and it's Mm -hmm. mostly obviously him fucking making the guitar just do whatever the hell he wants it to Mm -hmm. and oh even without (sighs) lyrics like you can just feel the emotion like there's an aggression and like a like a tenderness at the same time just the way he like oh i must i mean i was blaring that shit and like just repeating it dude i ate i'm it so happy up. that you discovered this i'm so happy for you that you've discovered stevie stevie ray Vaughan. what a great find <clears throat> yeah bb king well and i can't wait to find some others you know and there are plenty out there well then and, so and a lot of them are still alive and still making music yeah, and but he's I'm, like I'm so, old, bro. So sorry that you've been <laughs> isolated. <laughs> I know. All of these years. You've missed out on some good stuff, man. And you know what? I don't even just blame my mom. I blame a lot of other people who have never been like, hey, man, check this song out. Well, it's hard to find. I don't really blame In my, my mom, opinion. Though. I'm just oh, of kidding. course not. It's hard to find people that love the blues. It, it really is. It's very few that actually do. I can and see most that. of them that do, most of them that do, they play instruments themselves. See, that's kind of what I'm wondering because, like, the things I pick up on when I was listening to Stevie Ray, I was like, my wife could probably listen to this song and just be like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like the dynamics Did you hear that lick? and the tenderness. And then it like, the whole thing builds and it's just like going fucking nuts. And it's emotional even uh-huh. though no one's saying a word because you're just, you're feeling him just come out through this guitar and like, oh, he's making the thing talk. That's what, were what you love uh, music. I love. Just be honest. Be, be honest with me. Were you smoking weed when you discovered <laughs> no. Stevie Ray Vaughan? <laughs> Nor will I ever again. It's the way you're describing it, man, it sounds like you were on a real nice bender. Yeah. 
No, I get and that. All of a sudden, it's just because I'm I nerd out with music, man. Dude, yeah. I love. That's kind of why I like Dave Matthews so much because they can just jam mm-hmm. for t- like ten minutes in between a song, in the middle it could of a be song, better than the other parts of the song because sure. as a musician, I'm just like, you can feel where the song's going, and you it's like you're a part of this experience with them and you just enjoy every second of it man because it moves you like it's a language that's why i love music i understand that fully um i kind of like that about dave matthews band as well um but i know you're either like a dave fan or you're not and there's no in between but man, mm. and I will say some of his newer stuff's kind of like, what's going on here? <laughs> you getting old? Yeah. So I, I guess I'm, I'm, I like a Dave Matthews band in one certain era, like I don't, late nineties. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't 90s. know. I don't know. I, I can't pinpoint it. But there is a generation of Dave Matthews band since he's been doing music for 40 years. There's there's one of those decades that I really enjoy. Uh, The rest of them I'm lost. So I I cannot, I don't think I can actually be considered a Dave Matthews band fan. Well, to each their own. Yeah. I just, I listen to music probably generally different than a lot of people just because I was so into it and like took a little bit of music theory and I was in jazz band and orchestra fucking marching band and a rock band and a you're gonna laugh at this but for a little bit of time I was in a country band I was in worship band <laughs> like <laughs> I just loved playing music man Yep. Like I can watch. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. Those little two country. Uh, <laughs> I was in a country rock pop band. Okay. Did you dye your tips pink? Uh, I did that, but not in the band. Actually, I'll have mm. to find a picture. You've probably never seen it. No, and that was a joke, and I had I'm amazed. Heads. Yeah, <laughs> with pink oh, wow. mohawks, and we I all still sat blame up the band. in the front of our church, and the pastor was like, "What in the world is going on right now?" Hmm. That's a true story. Teach their own. We were young, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, unrelated. I have a buddy who uh, just told me that he, he may or may not have a criminal record because he streaked. He didn't streak. He ran on the field of the Pontiac Silverdome in front of 80,000 people during a Lions game and got arrested. When? Like Nin- 1994. Oh. I have to have him on the podcast. Yeah. So that we can discuss all of his many drunken stories. Speaking of the Lions, congrats. Saw they just won. How about that, huh? 
good old Matt Prater. If it wasn't for his legs, we'd be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds so weird, but it's so true. If it wasn't for Prater's legs, uh, the Lions would never win. Um, Yeah. Well, I can't watch a game until the next day because I'm not paying $60 a month to watch football anymore. I did it last season. I don't think it's that yeah. worth it. It's not. But you know what, dude? I'm telling you, you are just as smart as I am. If I told you what to do right now, I'd be breaking the law. So I guess I'll tell you after we're done. No, I know what to do. I just haven't done it. Yeah, well, come on. Because <laughs> I was able to watch. <laughs> I watched every game. In real time. Yeah. Well, honestly, and, uh, dude, this weekend, I know I did tell you this. I had a little bit of back issues and yeah, just feeling weird, man. Super tired. So I literally when did start maybe Friday. Hmm. And, dude, I just, if I wasn't sleeping, I was laying on a recliner half asleep binge watching some show that I probably don't remember half of. Mm-hmm. And then by the time <clears throat> I realized football was on because I got the Georgia notification that they won. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so easy. You choose your device and, uh, you can watch whatever you want to watch whenever you want to watch it. But you can also just hop on YouTube like a little bit after or the next day and watch it. The whole game? Oh, free. Yeah. The whole game? already streamed it by then. Really? Commercials and all. I didn't know that. And then you just, you know, fast forward through that crap. Hmm. But... I don't know, man. If I already know the outcome, it's I'm a little less likely to watch the game. Yeah. So I watched like almost the first quarter of the Georgia game, and I was like, "Yeah, you're losing now, but I already know you fucking win." So. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, you got to do something. Uh, another announcement, though. Uh, before we get too much further you guys are coming to town you guys are still coming to town right (laughs) i guess i should preface it that way as far as i know (laughs) pending covid doesn't get out of hand any more than it already has what do you mean how's it getting out of hand oh dude we're still seeing a rise in cases here really yeah i don't know if i told you this but we went back a stage no, you can't. I guess I, I don't think we've talked about this. Can't eat in restaurants anymore. Um, no way. I th- don't quote me on this, but I think Walmart now has like they're not always open again, and um, I think we're down to gatherings of twenty-five people. And uh, yeah, so where I live, <clears throat> we had a spike in cases. So we went back a stage. 
Hmm. And I don't think that's too. I honestly, I haven't looked um, too much into the whole COVID crap. I've been on a more political kick, but um, I, I think I've heard several places around the U.S. are kind of going back to shutting it up a little tighter again. Hmm. <clears throat> but yes. Oh. Uh, I do believe we are still planning on being there. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. Well, I can tell you, uh, Michigan is is opening up. I the <laughs> even more. Yeah, it's because you couldn't buy fucking seeds for like seven months. <laughs> I guess. I guess your governor had something going for it. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, she, our our governor, definitely. Um, she just made an announcement last week. Um, I'm trying to find it. Um, basically, uh, long story short, we just went out to dinner. So my mom is gone now. She went back to Phoenix. And uh, my wife decided she wanted to, you know, she said, let's go ahead and, and take her out um, for her last, you know, weekend or whatever. And so we did. We took her out and um, had a good dinner, had a good meal. Everything was so nice. The rule is if as long as you're out of your seat, you need your mask on. If you're in your seat, then you can take your mask off. Eat and drink as much as you want. Because, uh, you know, can't get COVID while you're eating or drinking. <laughs> Only while you're up walking. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more along the lines of you can't get it sitting down, but you can get it standing up. So, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so our our cases are apparently going down, and and things are getting better. So therefore, you know, places are staying open, and the you know the places that have survived. So things are getting better. Good. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, dude. I, anyway, my point was, you guys are coming into town, and hopefully you're not coming in with COVID. You're coming in COVID-free. One never knows. <laughs> I think that's the right way to view things. And... um we're gonna have some fun. So I've been. I'm pretty sure we're good, man. We've been taking precautions at uh, the, our uh, biggest. Uh, our biggest area of weakness in that would be weddings that we've done. But you know, we mask up, hand sanny all day. Um, keep distance. You know, we we've taken precautions, so I think we're pretty good. Good. So you guys will be here in October. What? What? And uh, we're gonna have some fun. And we need to start stocking up on everything that we need right now. So. Uh, yeah. Wood. I w- Cigars. Bottles. Yep. yep. Pedialyte. Pork butts. <laughs> Pedialyte. <laughs> I did. Um, so I went to the grocery store the other day. They had pork butts for 99 cents a pound, oh, just randomly. Oh, yeah. 
So I bought three $7 pork butts. How big were they? Well, wait, seven a pound, pounds seven each. pounds. Yeah, I got you. Doi. That's how you do math, <laughs> boys and girls. <laughs> Let's go back to Count Dracula. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, 99 cents a pound. Got three seven pounders. And it should be perfect. So, we'll make one instead of two. So, the last time we made two. Well, make sure not to marinate all of them. I'm only planning on making one while you guys are here. Oh, that's what you're saying? Yeah. All right, well, don't marinate until we get there. I got a secret. I don't don't plan on marinating it at all. Well, you know, rubbing it, whatever. You mean putting the rub on? Yeah. So you want to put the rub on? I want to. I want to rub your meat. <laughs> that's you know that's typically forbidden. That, but I'll I'll do it for you. I will I will leave the meat naked for you so that you can rub it. Can I at least choose the binder? Oh yeah, bind bind it up. Okay. I'll choose the binder. You choose the rub, and and then what about the wood? Oh, we need your wood. (laughs) I prefer a mix of hickory and cherry. Oh, you mean flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I've only ever done, well, listen to me, like I'm some smoking connoisseur. Mm -hmm. But I've only ever used hickory, and I've loved every second of it. Okay. Well... So then we can just do hickory, and then we'll just use a lot of it, and it hey, I'm be down perfect. to do both. Yeah, I find that the mixture, fifty-fifty mix of hickory and cherry, is quite delightful. Um, the other thing is that you and I, when you get here, I think we'll, unless I do it before you get here, which it isn't giving me much time. Um. I want to go and pick up some wood, drive up an hour or whatever, and pick up some some uh, some wood for the fire pit. So I, I I'm totally out of wood. I had a face cord of uh, oak that lasted me two years. So now I'm out of wood. Well, I wish we were driving because there's a hardware store here that has free pallets stacked up. Well, how about this then? I will go get the wood. I will drive to get the wood. I can do that by myself. It'll just take me longer. But you and I can go pick up pallets because I've got places for pallets. That's not a problem. I get free pallets all day long. Well, hell, then we got wood. You know I don't care what we burn. Put a cat I in know. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cats are evil. They deserve to die anyway, right? Now they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. Nine lives. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I got a place where we can go pick up pallets. And I actually have two pallets here that I'm saving for when you get here. So, And then I think it's going to be nice and cold and chilly. It'll be perfect to sit by the fire, providing it's not raining. 
Dude, you missed a massive opportunity the last time we were there. How so? <clears throat> All that freaking wood that went down. And those wind. Oh, no, I actually did pick up most of that. Oh, yeah, it's from gone. From the neighbors. Yeah, Dang. most of No, it's not gone, but I did pick up a lot of it. Uh, which reminds me I need to do more of because my neighbor across the street, they just uh, redid their garage and all of their rotted wood from the garage they gave to me. So I've got two big bins full of wood cut down to the perfect size. All the nails already removed just from their garage. Dude, there's never enough wood. That's true. (laughs) You kidding me? There's never enough. So uh, he still has uh, some oak behind his garage from from that storm so we can pick up the rest of that too shit man when you get here with with the amount of time that we sit outside max goes to bed at seven we'll start the fire by 7 30 and well you can start the fire while we're putting max down to sleep and we're gonna sit out there all night long yeah and how many nights are you going to be here? At least four? No, <laughs> you'll be here three nights? <laughs> That's a lot of nights to sit by the fire. Come on. This is true. I'm trying to prepare for an abundance. I don't want to run out of wood while you're here. Well, we can find wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Just go drive through uh, some of the neighborhoods in Detroit. There's always something to burn. Yep. <clears throat> no, I'll, I'll have plenty of pallets and did I'll I break ever, them down. Did I ever show <laughs> you that picture I took? No. Where was I? Actually, it was in the neighborhood I lived in, in Woodbridge. Whitebridge. There was, uh, there was one of those, like, lawn Jesuses. Jesus's statues from like Christmas, you know, a lawn Jesus, like a nativity scene, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, but you know, it had like a light in it, and it was plastic, and they lit up at night. Okay. Well, I was riding my bike, and because I had just fixed this bike up, and um, I'm rolling by, and I noticed this Jesus figure, and I'm like, huh, it's kind of interesting. And then as I'm going by, there's like a big, had to probably be a 45, went through the th- its head. <laughs> and I was just no like, way. what? Someone shot Jesus with a 45. So naturally, Can't I took a picture. Can't keep nothing good. Of course. I'll That's hilarious. No, I've not seen that. I'd love to see it. Um, it just- so anyway, we'll, we'll try to get as many recordings in before then and during that time as possible. Hopefully we can... You know it's going to be hard while I'm there. (laughs) That's what she said. Because it's going to be like 3.30 and we're going to be like, man, I'm tired. Oh shit, it's your last day and we didn't record. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll record the first night that you're here. That won't be a problem. I'm not holding us to it. That's right, because you're coming in late. I would like to say yes. Oh, no, you're not coming in late because your your time got moved. 
Yeah, so don't even pay attention to that one. It's probably going to move again. This is a possibility. It really is. Bro, it's changed like three times. Oh, has it really? Yeah. Okay, I was unaware. I don't know why. Especially this far out. How do you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pilots must be taking vacation or something. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it has to do with COVID and, you know. Sure. Not having a full plane and shifting stuff around. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, if you guys get in before 10 o'clock, you're flying. So I'm not worried about you guys being too tired. You'll suck it up. 10 o'clock's um, when I come alive. Yeah, so we'll do a short recording. We can do just like a 30-minute episode the, the day that you get in. And then we'll go outside. And have, or, or, or fuck that. We can just bring the recording uh, equipment outside. There you go. That way we'll guarantee a recording. All right, I like it. We'll just record outside the same way we did with Will's episode. Yeah, and I have a little bit more equipment I can bring now, so. I think we're in business. Although I I got rid of that table that we used. I can make another one. We'll work it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, let's put a bow on it, huh? Let's do it. <clears throat> it's been real. It's been good. Uh, getting back to the recording. Sorry, it's been a little wonky. If you're one of those people who listens every time we put one out and you're waiting on us, you'll just have to give us a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. If you want to get involved, you can check us out at unchurchedpodcast.show. That's our website. Uh, we're wherever you're listening right now, so you don't have to find us. You already did that. Uh, go ahead and like and subscribe. Give us a nice high star rating because that helps other peeps find us. Plus, the easiest thing you can do is just use your Jabba Jocks, your Jabba Box. What is it called? Jabber Jaw? I don't know. You can tell people with your mouth. Your mouth. About our podcast. That is <clears throat> better than anything. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. I would... uh you know, you can find us on Twitter, but really we're not on Twitter. We just have it. <laughs> yeah, just check out the website and uh, email us if you if you want something. If you want to talk, chat, shoot the shit, whatever. Yeah, so you can email us at info at unchurchedpodcast.show. Tell us your favorite color. We'd love to know that. Yeah, give us a time where you were fake in church or... Someone was fake to you and it pissed you off. Or if you think what I said was bullshit. I want to know any of it. Option three seems to be the most logical. Probably. (laughs) Regardless, thanks for listening. And uh, we love you a long time. So long, we love you. Peace.